Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. We hope you had a great holiday weekend. And it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, it is National Apple Turnover Day. Okay, okay, I can I can get down with some Apple turnovers. I don't uh, I don't go out of my way to get those, but if they're on the table and they're ready for dessert, I can I can definitely do those. That would have been a that have been a good dessert for yesterday. I think a little apple turnover yesterday during the Fourth uh, of July festivities. Sure, no doubt. And it's also National Graham Crackers Day. The most I, undefeated snack. I mean, I'm good with. Yeah, yeah it's the most. I I love graham crackers, man. It's the most undefeated snack. I mean, when you go to the ballpark and you see these kids walking around with snacks, nine out of ten times it's graham crackers of a little Teddy Grahams or something like that. Graham crackers are undefeated, and they're part of one of my favorite desserts. They're not really a dessert, but a snack is a s'more. So yes, I sir. am I am here for graham crackers, man. I am on the graham cracker train. Yes, Moore is also undefeated. It is part of the graham cracker family. It's a s'more sandwich. Yes. Hmm, s'more sandwich. Man, that sounds good. I haven't had a s'more in quite a while. It seems, does it almost seem sacrilegious? This might just be my weird way of thinking. But does it seem sacrilegious to have a s'more in the summer? No. Does it? I I see s'mores as like a like a fall winter type snack because you eat them out. You're out in the bonfire, maybe cooking some wieners, and then you do some s'mores. It needs to be. I'm not going to say cold, but at least chilly outside. I feel weird eating s'mores when it's 10 o'clock at night and it's still 88 degrees outside or something. You know, it just feels odd to me. I I get that, but at the same time. All that's going through my head is the Sandlot, and that happens always in the summer. So Yeah, yeah, that was around the 4th. That was around this time, I believe. Yeah. But uh, that was out in L.A. where there are no seasons, so <laughs> take that consideration as well. <laughs> is that really any different from Georgia, considering that we have summer uh, 10 months out of the year? We have summer and then a couple of weeks of winter, and then back to yeah. summer. Yeah, <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Braves had a really, really fantastic weekend. Um, like, fantastic weekend. Um, one, two, or three from the Reds. And then also yesterday on the fourth, had some more fireworks and decided to beat the cards as well, six to three. Braves won Friday, nine to one. Riley had three RBIs. Arcia, two. Duvall, another uh, RBI added there. Max Freed, seven Ooh. innings pits, one earned. 4Ks. Lights out. My goodness. Yes, we, had, we had great pitching all weekend. And it was, yes, it was started off by Max Freeze Friday night. That was, I thought that was going to be the pitching performance of the weekend, and it wasn't. No. No, <laughs> not, not at all. Uh, Grace beat the Reds on Saturday 4 to 1. Riley had two, another two RBIs. Huh. 
go figure. Riley had yeah. more RBIs this week. Right, so uh, he's him up, doesn't he? Harris had a, a, another RBI, and then Spencer Strider, six innings pitched, one earned, eleven Ks. <laughs> rookie, rookie out of the bullpen, you know, just a uh, just probably a six foot, maybe I don't know, one eighty, rookie out of the bullpen, soaking wet. Yeah, eleven Ks, six inning pitch, and it looked fantastic. I love watching this kid pitch. Braves did end up losing to the Reds on Saturday in a walk-off, uh, four to three, but they fought too, man. Uh, Charlie Morton had a, a freaking game, seven innings, no earned, one, uh, 10 Ks, and the bullpen gave up all, all four runs. The problem is the Braves fought back and, and tied the game in the bottom of the ninth after being down three to one, and it was, then the bullpen decided to screw things up in the, in the ninth again, so. Yeah, and you're going to have that. I mean, this bullpen is, is pretty solid. So, And the fact that we fought back, Morton was amazing. It's, so once again, I feel like this has been probably four or five starts in a row where Morton has looked really good. Uh, so that is, that's that's a beacon of hope there for Morton as we were kind of questioning how he was going to do this season with, off of the slow start. And they fought back, tied the game, and forced the Reds to hit the walk-off, which, which they did. The, the bullpen kind of melted, so... We already won the series at that point, and there was some fight in this late in that game. So I'm not – I hate it for Morton because he pitched such a great game that he didn't get the win, uh, but I'm not going to sit here and be upset that we took two or three from the Reds and won the series. That's fair. Braves did beat the Cards last night, as mentioned, 6-3. to three. Uh, Dance with Swanson. Stay hot, kid, man. Holy sh- – you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Dear Lord. Just raking, dude. Uh, Matt Olson, another two RBIs, and Acuna with an RBI as well. Uh, Kyle Wright had to come out after, I think, the fifth inning because of the um, extended the rain. rain delay. And the, <laughs> the rain and delay the, uh, and the pitch invasion. <laughs> the rain delay started, I swear, it was like around 9-something, and then it went all the way to 11.30. It was nuts. Yeah, I did. I did not watch the end of this game. I kept flipping back over, and it was kept in a rain delay, rain delay, rain delay. And I was like, "Forget it. I'll just see a one tomorrow morning." Uh, I did see they uh, they had a couple people that ran on the field last night during the rain delay, so that's yeah. always entertaining. They were they were promptly tackled, and that worked out very well for them. I'm sure. Oh, very fantastic. You know, I, I think the Falcons might want to call those security guards and get them to come show them how to how to tackle people properly because those were clinical tackles on those uh, girls last night. One went high, one went low on, on one of the girls. It was kind of they, funny. They were not getting in the end zone. I can guarantee you that. Those security guards did their job, and they did it very, very well. Braves remained three and a half games back of the Mets uh, with another three games to play against the Cardinals this, this series. Um, with right going yesterday, that means that um, who's up? Ian Anderson's up tonight. Timothy Shuttlecock. <laughs> Almost. Is he, is he pitching tonight? <laughs> the, the way that the way that Ian Anderson's been pitching, I don't, I don't blame him for coming up with a name like that. <laughs> Speaking of Timothy, just shuttlecock. Uh, Atlanta United had a surprising outcome on Sunday. Uh, yeah, we got a two-two draw up in NYCFC, and I sort of felt upset that we had a two-two draw. I think we were good enough to win that game. 
Uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to get uh, greedy here. A point up in NYCFC is always, always welcome, especially this year. They're on freaking fire. Uh, I, I want to first off say that the field and the stadium is a disgrace, and it should not be allowed in the MLS. It's an absolute joke that professionals play on it. Uh, this is the premier league of soccer in America, and the fact that we let our professionals uh, play on a pitch like this, it's it's unacceptable, man. It's I, I just don't yeah, I don't it's understand. It's, it's terrible. the the stadium The stadium might be a beautiful baseball stadium, but when it comes to soccer, uh, the 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 grass is awful. The sight lines are terrible. The camera angle looks like it's being filmed from someone on an iPhone that's sitting in the stands. Um, I can't say enough bad things about NYCFC Stadium and, and field. So, you know, that that is what it is. Almada played some great soccer this weekend, sending balls in left and right, making chances out of nothing. Um, Joseph's first goal, or Joseph's goal gave me vibes of 2018 Joseph. Uh, he played really well. McFadden, probably his worst game so far uh, as an Atlanta United starter. Didn't, didn't really play well. Had a yellow card, sloppy play. Uh, Franco looked lost again, kind of lazy on defense. Got, got to figure that out. Campbell was getting beat left and right. Back back line, I don't I don't want to say they played bad, and I don't want to say they they looked bad, but they didn't look good. They looked very mediocre, uh, and and maybe that's what maybe that's what you get the rest of the year. Maybe if this offense can come together and be prolific, a mediocre back line is, is good enough for you. Dom and Joseph scoring gave me some some hope for the offense. They looked great. Jo- uh, Dom scoring the the level uh, goal there late. And Atlanta United's only three points out of the playoffs right now with 17 games left. So there's no need to panic. We're right there. We're still in the hunt. And there are quite, quite a bit of games left in the season to get us to the playoffs. And shoot, if we get on a roll, I mean, we could really challenge for a, a home playoff game there in the first round. So... Don't uh, don't be too too worried about only getting one point on this little road trip we had up north. It was a little disappointing that we couldn't get a point from the Red Bulls and we couldn't get three points from Toronto or at least a point from Toronto. So uh, it is what it is. You move on. We're three points out of playoff position with 17 games left. Uh, so no need to panic right now. Just have a little patience. And let this team chemistry come together. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I saw the. Um the game a little bit dear lord man you're you're not wrong that <laughs> that field is absolute garbage it's it's embarrassing dude it's can you imagine if an nfl franchise played on a pitch like that like there's yeah. they yeah, would they be do. roasted that's called, called oakland oakland played there for a long freaking time yeah i mean like you know they, they eventually changed that but it's you know i don't know it's embarrassing you know it's it's embarrassing especially when when it's a sport like soccer, and it's not something that's universally loved in America, you know, it's something that you you sort of have to warm people up to. And if this is the product that they watch on TV, no wonder they don't like it because it's terrible looking, it's awful looking, it's embarrassing looking. So you know, that's that's kind of my high horse rant that I'm going to get on about their pitch and everything. I, I, they're NYCFC, whatever. They're not my team. I don't cheer for them, so they have to deal with it week in, week out. Not Atlanta United, where we have arguably the best stadium and the best pitch in the entire MLS. Uh, and it was proven because we got a World Cup game. So have fun with that, That's NYCFC. Right. Let's talk about the Hawks, man. It's been a couple days since we've talked about the Hawks. Uh, the Hawks are moving and shaking right now. Atlanta is trading Kevin Herter to Sacramento for Ju- Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a future first-round pick, sources tell ESPN. What are your thoughts about losing Red Velvet? 
I hate it, man. This is this this trade right here was just to save money and get us under the salary or the luxury tax. Um, I absolutely hate this trade. It was a money saving trade and it made our team worse. Um, I mean, we saw or we heard earlier this year, Tony Wrestler and everybody coming out saying that if they did have to go over the luxury tax, they wouldn't mind going over it if this if it makes the team better and they can they can pay it. Well, this is going completely against it. You just made a trade that was 100% because of money and cost cutting. I mean, this team is worse with, with Kevin Herter not on it. And the only reason yeah. you did it was to get under the luxury tax. So, it, I, I didn't like, I don't like this trade. I didn't like us trading our draft pick for $2 million either. That was also a money saving thing. And it, it you make the big move for Jante Murray and now you're doing stuff like this. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's, ruining the roster it's gonna make a massive difference but we we did get worse with this trade phoenix suns are also trading for australian center jock landale from the atlanta hawks landale averaged 4.9 points 2.7 rebounds in 54 games for the spurs last season yes this was the kid that came over the dejounte murray trade and he was probably going to be backup center he was you know going to rotate in when uh, Okong Wu and Capella got tired. I was kind of interested to see him play. I, th- I think he's got a, a bright future maybe as a backup center in the league. I don't know if he'll ever be a starter, but I was sort of excited to see what he had. Uh, but he was in Atlanta for two weeks maybe, and he's already he's already been shipped off to the Phoenix Suns who, uh, Phoenix Suns might be looking for a new center soon. Or, yeah, Phoenix Suns. That's, which is insane. Honestly. Yeah. So rumors around right now, you know, you know, Kyrie Irving now wants he wants to be traded. Kevin Durant wants to be traded up in Brooklyn. Uh, there is a there's a framework for Kyrie to the Lakers and Westbrook to the Nets, and then there's also a framework place in place right now for KD going to the Suns and DeAndre Ayton going to the Nets. So That's you might, you might have a, a Nets team next year that has Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, and DeAndre Ayton on it. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, theoretically, if, if Westbrook can play like he did two or three years ago, and I mean, Ben Simmons is a talented guy. If he can figure out mentally, you know, he can be a good basketball player. I mean, that's if he good. can actually want to play basketball. Yeah, I mean, that that's it. I mean, if that, you know, theoretically speaking, that Nets team with Aiton, Westbrook, and Ben Simmons could be really good, but it's just, you know, what's Westbrook going to be, and does Ben Simmons actually want to play basketball this year? So, yeah, there's... The, the offseason is not over for the NBA. There is still a lot going on. The Atlanta Hawks are also hiring Mike Longabardi uh, as an assistant coach with Joe Prunty getting promoted to top assistant. Sources tell ESPN Longabardi, most recently with Sacramento, replaces Chris Gent, who accepted the number one job at Darvin Han's uh, new Lakers staff. So, Hey, Chris Gent, shout out Ohio State, man. Ohio State alum, yep. Ohio State legend. Uh, I know the I know Lombardi has been in the NBA for a while because I've heard that name at various different organizations. This Joe Prunty guy, though, I do not know who that is. I've never heard his name, but I know Mark Lombardi Longabardi uh, has been a a prominent coach in a lot of a lot of organizations. I know they liked him a lot back in Sacramento. All right, Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, man. It was a long weekend. Let's do it. Marlins beat the Nats last night three to two, and the Mets beat the Reds seven to four. Um, so, the, yeah, that's the sucky part is the Mets are yeah. facing the Reds right now, while we're facing a good Cardinals team. But 
you got to be good teams to be where you're at. So that's well, where you we're know, at. They, they did the same thing when we were facing really bad teams like the Giants and the, the Dodgers. Oh, no, wait, those are good teams, and we were still beating them. Suck it, Mets. <laughs> Games event tonight brought to you by our friends at Stump It. Uh, let's go with NL East. Uh, Braves versus Cards tonight, 720. Marlins versus Angels at 640. Phil's at the Nationals at 7.05, and then the Reds versus the Mets, 6 at 6.40 tonight. Let's go Reds. I need to find a Reds hat to wear tonight. No joke, man. <laughs> All right, Bryce, I need another cup of coffee. What you got, buddy? Yeah, makes two of us, dude. This weekend, Joey Jaws, chestnut, slowed by injury, had a busted leg, uh, captured his 15th, 4th of July hot dog eating contest title by eating 63 uh, Franks and buns, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. One of the most fun events I, I have on July 4th. I love watching this. Uh, he won, which I told you he was going to on Friday and he hit the under, which I yes, also told, which I also told y'all he was going to do on Friday. So did you but see it, what happened? Uh, uh, him putting that dude in a headlock. Yes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> dude, I, and, and I'll tell, I'll tell the listeners this. If you didn't get a chance to watch this, so Joey's in the middle of eating. He's probably like 10 or 11 dogs in. And it was he's early. got like a, Very a, early. a hot dog and a bun in his mouth. And this protester comes up from nowhere and decides that he's going to push past Joey Chestnut and like show up with a sign and everything. And Joey realizes it. And with a hot dog and a bun in his mouth, he grabs this dude in a headlock and throws him to the ground <laughs> it was so impressive and then he just stands back up and just shoves another hot dog in his mouth i was like stands up i'm, I'm gonna eat 53 more of these things yeah american legend right there dude that was great <laughs> that was one of the best things i saw <laughs> uh this weekend billy tiger woods shoots a 77 uh, at the Pro-Am event, Xander Schauffele leads after one round of the J.P. McManus Pro-Am. He's over there in Ireland trying to get his Lynx game honed in for the British Open, which is in two weeks, I think, somewhere around there. So 77, not great. It's not what you want to see out of Tiger Woods, but uh, hopefully he can improve in the next couple of rounds and be ready for the British Open. It's at the old course, so I am super jacked for that. It's where it always should be. No freaking doubt. Yes. Uh, Raphael Wimbledon. Nadal. Yeah. yeah. Raphael did you watch, Nadal. Did you watch any of this? Kier- uh, no. Oh, man. It's good. I, I did not. Nick Kyrgios is one of the best entertainers in all of tennis right now. He's or, or probably ever. He, he's he's this generation's John McEnroe. But Nadal and Kyrgios advanced to Wimbledon's men's quarterfinals. So that's coming down the stretch already. We're so getting there, man. Finals We're getting there. Next weekend? But yeah, finals will be this weekend. Uh, Saturday will be the women's, and Sunday will be the men's. So I, I would love to see a final with Nick Kyrgios in it because that guy is super goofy and very entertaining. And he, it's it's just he's a ticking time bomb. At some point in time, he's going to explode and make a scene, and it's going to be very entertaining to watch. JT Poston wins the John Deere uh, Classic, and Brandon Grace wins the Live Tournament in Portland. I watch names not. Uh, you don't really think that's synonymous with either the PGA or the Live, but 
Nah, for them. They don't really, they don't really pop out. I didn't watch any of the John Deere Classic. I watched two rounds of the Live in Portland. It's good, good golf, but I didn't watch anything up in up in the John Deere Classic. Uh, Tyler Reddick wins at Road America. Scott McLaughlin uh, wins at Mid Ohio, and Carlos Sainz wins in Silverstone. Good racing good weekend this weekend. For, oh. Good weekend for racing, dude. Um, uh, probably the best weekend we've had this year for racing. We'll break all that down on Track Talk this week, but I'm trying to think if there was if there's been a better motorsports weekend. And we had SRX this weekend as well, racing. So and IMSA and IMSA raced yesterday. Uh, probably the best motorsports weekend we've had yet this year. It was great. We did have a championship to talk about, Bryce. Oh, did oh, oh we had a championship this weekend? Yep, we did. Oh, what a what massive internationally known acclaimed sport had a championship this weekend the usfl the uh the what now yeah the usfl what is that a, is that like a is that like a third golf league or something is that, no uh, it's kind of like a third uh, football league oh okay i got you the, so they play football so the, so the birmingham stallions won the usfl you know yeah yeah in the where they played in the same stadium Every team played in the same stadium every single weekend. Ah, yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay. What, so, was the, what do you what do you think over under over under on how much a commercial a thirty second commercial would have cost for the USL championship? Fifty thousand dollars over under that. Over. Really? You think it's you think you think it'd be over? Sure. Oh, maybe I'll have to see if I can find that. I would have said under, but I'll just see how you find. I wonder how many people watch this. Here's my question. Okay. Does Birmingham have a championship parade? <laughs> I I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I, I maybe they should for these players because we we joke about the USFL. Nobody watches it. It's terrible football. But these guys go out there week in and week out, and they practice and they play and they play their heart out. And I mean, football is not an easy sport. So I, I don't know. Maybe for these guys, you do have a you do have a championship parade in Birmingham to, to let these guys celebrate a championship. They, <laughs> they 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 went on the field and they strapped it up for four quarters and they were the best team on the day. So I you know maybe maybe you do it. I don't know. That's it looks like the uh, the championship trophy. I'm looking at it here. It looks like the national championship trophy. It's almost identical to or the uh, uh, national championship, the Lombardi. It looks almost exactly like the Lombardi trophy. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's almost identical. I haven't even paid attention enough to look at the picture. <laughs> I, I thought it, it was. It popped up on Facebook. Uh, we're talking about it right now. It popped up on Facebook, uh, and it looks it looks almost identical to the Lombardi Trophy. Meta's listening. <laughs> they know. Oh God, I'm seeing the tackle again last night from those two girls that ran on the field. What a <laughs> clinical tackle out in left field or center field. My God, that was great. Looked like Terrell Suggs coming over the middle. Just laying her out. You're not All scoring right. today, Pep. <laughs> and today in 1987, Oakland A's first baseman Mark McGuire becomes the first rookie to hit 30 home runs before the All-Star game as Oakland beats the Red Sox 6-2. to two. Old steroid Mark. I've, I've had to explain the whole situation with steroids to my boys way too many times about Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds and why they're not the greatest home run hitters of all time. You know, when Gavin and I went to the uh, World Series this past year with the Astros? Yeah. (laughs) 
the stadium uh, when Altuve and a couple of the other Astros got on, started chanting cheat or cheat or, and I had to explain that to Gavin Wire. <laughs> nice. I love it. Never it let those awesome. guys live that down. All right. You got anything else? No, nah, I'm good, man. Let's get out of here. Let's start our start our week off on a Tuesday. Tuesday here. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Braves should be back in play tonight against the Cardinals. Hope you know, weather permitting. Because <laughs> I think boy, we should be good. Uh, came out of nowhere and just just stalled over top of Truist Park last night. And you know, we didn't get we didn't get a single drop out here. I, I didn't. We didn't get a single drop of rain at our house. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, we got some. We got some like midday storms between three and five that might roll in little scattered thunderstorms. But after that, we should be good, man. So it might. We might have a delayed start, but after that, we should be good. Oh, are are we dropping another? Uh, oh yes, today we absolutely are. Yeah, to this this uh, afternoon between three and five p.m. We will be dropping. Uh, another afternoon drive with five. I think we can go ahead and drop who it is. It's it's uh, Coach Shane Laster uh, from Heard County. He he was nice enough to sit down with us and talked about how spring practice is going for his boys and what he's looking forward to this fall and and all that stuff. So yes, we will be dropping an afternoon uh, drive with five this evening or not this evening. I guess between three and five today afternoon. This afternoon. Yeah, late lunch, early dinner. You know, listen yeah. to it on your drive home. Listen to it multiple times. Yeah, please do. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Uh, for Bryce Barling, I am Billy Lindahl. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>